Welcome to episode 14 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. the Woodlands Wonder Kid, the stand-up who always mans up, the Texas talker, the Woodlands walker, and uh, seems seems like there was another title. <laughs> I, I sort of went off track. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm Average Boy. Yes, you are, which is why you're on the podcast. Exactly. You know, it's great to be talking with you again, Bob, because, you know, I really need your advice on how to handle this problem I'm having on the basketball court. Oh, okay. You came to the right place, Jesse. They don't call me Swish Smiley for nothing. Wow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know you were good at basketball. Oh, I'm not. The, <laughs> the swishing sound actually is from the ball whenever it falls short of the rim and hits a net, like swish. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but maybe you can still help me because my problem isn't really with my shooting. It's with this new guy who started coming to the gym. You know, he always plays really aggressively when he's driving to the basket. Hey, wait a minute. Uh, how, how far away is the basket Like that you actually have to drive through it? Because gas is expensive nowadays. Uh, no, no, Bob. Uh, driving to the... It's, it's a basketball term. Well, anyway, when he dribbles toward the basket to shoot a layup... He just kind of smashes into me with his shoulder instead of trying to step around me. Oh, that sounds like my mom at a shopping mall. He should actually get called for charging. <laughs> get it? It's, it's a credit card joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you some credit for that pun. But, you know, since this is a pickup game just at a local gym, there aren't any refs. So, you know, he doesn't get a foul called against him or anything. And, and I'm getting really tired of picking myself up off the court. You know, it's sort of making me resent this guy every time he walks into the gym. Oh, okay. I can help you. Uh, I may not be good at basketball, but I am really good at forgiveness. Forgiveness? Uh, I mean... This is his problem. You know, this isn't my problem. You know, he should change, and he should say he's sorry for running into me. Oh, no, 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 no. There's no apologies in basketball. Otherwise, the Charlotte Hornets would never get anything else done. (laughs) Okay, well, no apologies in basketball. I hadn't heard that before. Well, there there are what my dad calls uh, social media sorries. Uh, I'm not even sure what you're talking about anymore, Bob. Okay, let me explain. This fall, Billy convinced me to go out for cross-country track team. I can still remember how hard my heart was pounding and how much sweat was pouring down my face. And that was just whenever he asked me to join the team. I hadn't even run yet. At first, I, I, like I was running forever, and it seemed to be like no end in sight. I, I was so tired. I, was, I finally gasped with Billy. I was like, how long have we been running? And Billy said, oh, about two minutes. And I wasn't sure how much farther I could go, and uh, but, I, you know, I'm determined. So I just kept running. I kept my eye on the prize. I, um, okay, actually, I took a shortcut right through someone's yard. Oh. and But that's when a big dog started chasing after me. He was barking like crazy. And so I went, ah! Oh, you, you must have been, you know, really scared. No, no, not really. I'm, I'm average boy. I, I was just clearing my vocal cords. Uh, anyway, oh. the dog must have been named, ah, because it ran after me even faster, kind of like I was calling him. That's when I'm, all right, I'll be honest. I I did panic a little bit right then. Okay. Uh, so I ran to the biggest tree I could find, and then, just to show off my athletic ability, uh, I climbed the tree. Also, while clearing my vocal cords a bit more. <laughs> That's you know, a really exciting story, Bob. Uh, 
but I'm not really sure if it applies to anything that I'm going through. Okay, wait for it. Hmm. I thought that was the end of the story, too, but it wasn't. Oh. When I got on the school bus the next day, kids started laughing, which normally I like making kids laugh. Yeah. However, I hadn't even said anything funny yet. And all of a sudden, Coulter shouted at me. He goes, hey, dog boy, let's hear that scream. Well, turns out Donnie, if our listeners read my stories in Clubhouse Magazine, they know Donnie really well. I write about him a lot. He's the school bully. Well, he had filmed my dog run in on his phone and sent the video to everyone in the school. Everyone on the bus had seen this video. So I did the only thing I could do. I, I growled at Coulter like a dog protecting his yard. Uh, I later found out that Donnie also posted the video online. So during computer class, several kids watched it. I did a quick search and found out that the video had 200 views on it, like Dog Boy was going viral. Yeah, that's a really good thing, right? Not in this case. I was oh. not happy at all. I, de- I decided to confront Donnie because I wasn't going to take this online bullying laying down. He and I were about to have a serious man-to-man talk. So I texted him. Wait, you, you, you texted him? Okay, don't judge me. Donnie is huge. His biceps are bigger than my legs. But during lunch, things did not get any better. As soon as I walked in the cafeteria, several tables started barking at me. Well, actually, the kids at the tables barked at me. <laughs> if the tables had barked, that would have been really weird. Anyway, yeah. I barked back at the kids to show them that I could take a joke. But inside, honestly, Jesse, I was really hurting. That's when Donnie walked up and said, uh, Hey, A.B., I took down the video. Tons of people messaged me saying I was a horrible person for posting it. I smiled and said, well, we should listen to the people. And then Donnie looked at me and he goes, I really am sorry. Donnie actually apologized. He said, I'll tell everyone to stop barking at you and they'll listen to me because, well, have you seen my biceps? (laughs) I, I told him I saw the parts of his biceps that were in that room and he actually laughed at that. Wait, so did you forgive him? Of course. You know. Like he said, he's huge, but more importantly, God wants us to be forgiving toward all the peoples in our lives. Like, the Bible talks a lot about forgiveness. In in fact, Ephesians 4, 31 through 32 says, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger be put away from you. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Hmm. You know, I I guess your story does relate to me because, you know, I was getting a little bitter toward that new guy. You know, instead of staying mad at him, which isn't really doing me any good, I need to forgive him. And, you know, maybe I can wear shoulder pads the next time I play basketball at the gym. (laughs) Yeah, forgiveness is so great. It it not only makes you feel better, but it, it can really help fix a relationship or even start a new one. Oh, you know, speaking of new things, Bob, we have a new feature on today's podcast. Do you remember when we asked our listeners to call in with their questions? Oh, yeah. I, th- I think we did it like every show. Well, that's true. And the kids responded. So here's our first listener question all the way from Saskatchewan, Canada. I listened to episode number three about serving God, and I have a talent of building wooden guns or, well, wooden anything. And I was wondering how I can use that talent to serve God. Oh, that's a great question, and it's fun to hear from our listeners. Woodworking is an awesome ability. Joseph was a carpenter, and he taught some of those skills to his son, Jesus. So this listener is in really good company. You know, and there are so many ways you can use those woodworking skills for Christ. You know, we did a story in Clubhouse Magazine uh, several years back about a couple of brothers who built these cutting boards out of wood. 
And then they sold them at craft fairs, and then they pointed out all the details in the wood, you know, all the, the different, you know, curves and all those lines in the wood, and showed how God's design could be seen in the wood grain. And, you know, they used their creativity to point people to God and start a business. Yeah, and also, didn't you just run a story in Clubhouse Junior about a child who carved a nativity set from wood and then sold it at a church craft fair to help raise money for ministry? Yes, we did. You know, and that was a fiction story, but the lesson is true. We can use the skills God gives us to make money and give back to him or even create something to be given away or donated. You know, my dad's always trying to give away the stuff that I make. <laughs> you know, I, I believe that, Bob. You know, our listeners should talk to their parents or pastor for other ideas on how they can use their talents for God. And, you know, don't be afraid to dream big because God makes big dreams happen. That's, that's true. That's no joke. Wait, did, did you just say joke? Uh, no, 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 I don't think so. Uh, yes, you did, Bob. You know, and that reminded me that I haven't told one yet. So here's today's joke. Brought to you by uh, me. So, what did the girl do when her dog ate her spelling test? I don't know. She took the words right out of his mouth. (laughs) Okay, that joke left me without words. Wait, I don't think that's ever happened to you, Bob. Actually, I think that's a first. I can't ever remember a time that I was speechless. But your joke did help me remember a time when I won the spelling bee. Can I tell that story? Wait, you won a spelling bee? Yeah, don't sound so surprised. It was a couple years ago, but I won the class championship spelling bee. I breezed through the first round. Trumpet was actually my first word, and I knew that one because the previous summer I had to write, I will not bring a trumpet on a long car trip. I actually had to write that 100 times after our vacation trip. (laughs) My next three words were outdoor, shaving, and ambulance, which... Past experience have taught me how to spell those words as well. Wow, it's sure cool how each of those words relate so directly to your life. Well, cool may not be the best word that I would use. But anyway, the final round came down to just two people. It was me and a girl that we call Julie, the greatest speller in the world. I I think her real name is actually just Julie. Anyway, she can spell words like tarantula, restaurant, and probably the hardest spelling word ever, tomorrow. I wish I could spell like her. I never know how many M's you need uh, to spell restaurant. Anyway, compared to her, things did not look good for me. Then, to everyone's shock, she misspelled guitar. I quickly stepped up to the microphone. I knew if I got the next word right, I was going to win. I was really nervous, and all of a sudden the judge said, forgiven. Forgiven? Yes, forgiven. I read about that hundreds of times in the Bible. I went F-O-R-G-I-V-E-N, forgiven. I actually shouted it, and the judge told me, that's correct. I couldn't believe it. I had won. I received a first-place trophy in the spelling bee, but even better than that trophy, because I believe in Jesus, I receive God's forgiveness every single time I mess up. You know, and I do kind of mess up a lot. Uh, But God helps me forgive others when they mess up, too. It's so great. Hey, you know, and I I like the way you pulled that story all the way back around to forgiveness. Well, I am a professional, and that's the theme of today's podcast, Jesse. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the theme of our faith, too. It's God's forgiveness that draws us into a relationship with him. In 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 9, it says, If we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, it's that forgiveness that we show other people that draws them to us, and then we can introduce them to Jesus, the source of our forgiveness. 
Oh, yeah. I, I like the way you pulled everything back to Jesus. Well, he is the author and perfecter of our faith, Bob. You know, he's the real professional. That's true. And speaking of being an author, you know I am one. Uh, yes, you are. You can get my books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, Volume 1 and 2, by going to averageboy.org. These books are filled with biblical wisdom and big, big laughs. And while you're at averageboy.org, you can sign up for a subscription to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine. Then you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can find lots of jokes sent in by kids just like Jesse does. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for giving away my comedic sources there, Bob. But, but seriously, I want to thank everybody for listening and participating in this podcast because you've really helped make it a success. If you like listening, be sure to tell your family and friends about the podcast. And if you have any questions for us or about this podcast or about your faith, call one 888 465-6595 and leave us a message. Uh, but before you call, please make sure to get your parents' permission because we might use your question and your voice on a future podcast. Yeah, so that's all for today's official Average Boy podcast, a presentation of Focus on the Family. Oh, and Jesse, I want to give a special thanks to our friends at 89.3 KSBJ Radio in Houston for their use of their studios. They actually let me in. They're great hosts. Anyway, I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, don't be average. Be super average. He's average.